Tonight, Game 64, Celtics vs. Nets. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Welcome to the podcast. Tonight, we have uh, the Brooklyn Nets. They have a new team, so we've played them three times, but it doesn't really matter. Um, they Because they traded for Dinwiddie Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson. They let Kyrie and KD go. Uh, they have, since the trade, they've lost, uh, I think they're 8-1. and one. I'm sorry, 1-8, and eight, uh, or they're 1-7 and seven or something like that. They're garbage. Um and the Knicks scored 81 points in the first half the other night. So this is uh, this will hopefully be largely an exhibition game when we get to see Joe Missoula try out some new lineups. What do you want to see, Owen? Yeah, I think you're right. It won't be a – there's not really a superstar. I'm interested in seeing how they match up against I'm – inter- um, I'm interested in Bridges and Tatum just because Bridges is a good defender. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be a fun matchup. But um, what I really want to see uh, – well, actually, that's why I want to see Jalen Brown step up. And uh, at the beginning of the year, I felt like it was a given that he'd make an all-NBA team. I'm not sure if it's a given anymore. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure there's like, I'm not fully uh, know everything about this, but I'm pretty sure we're only eligible to give him a Supermax if he makes an all-NBA team. So I kind of want him to do that so oh, we I can see. give him the Supermax and sign him for the next five years. Yeah, or I don't know what all the like contract stipulations are, but it's but usually but, that stuff is tied to what what is the most you can get. But more, I just want to see Jalen Brown kind of step up on a night where Tatum will have a hard matchup to re-identify us as the best duo in the NBA because now that uh, Booker and KD are a thing, Kyrie and Luca are things kind of gotten to question who the best duo is, but I still think it's us. So tonight, uh, Brogdon's sitting. Gallo is always sitting. Uh, they're sitting Simmons and Yuta Watanabe. Oh, no. No Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, I mean, it is it is something. I mean, I know the guy's having a He's terrible. He's unplayable. I don't, want, I don't watch enough to know, but that is what they're saying. And uh, right now they're actually in, sitting in sixth place. They're 11 games back from first place, which is obviously the Bucks, uh, half game ahead of us. Um, and 15 games back is just out of the play-in. So I think that's pretty possible for them that they could just keep falling uh, with these guys. But we'll see because we're going to see what they look like tonight. And uh, tomorrow, Saturday, if the Celtics can win tonight and tomorrow uh, the Bucks play the 76ers, we could reclaim first place if the Sixers can take take down the Bucks. Hopefully. Um, they go into free fall and the Heat pass them. And so the Heat will be playing the Bucks, and we will be playing the Nets and not the Heat. That would be that would be that is optimal in to to keep going with the theme that you can't stand the heat. <laughs> um, all right, the Celtics are a ten and a half point favorite tonight. Uh, what do you think? You think they're gonna cover past that? I feel like the Celtics win is either a very close game or a blowout. Let's go blowout. And I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be a blowout. Okay, cool. Let's watch the game. We'll be right back. Oh my god, that sucked. That the game's over. I just watched it. Uh, it was awful. The Celtics lost, um, and Owen Owen went out. He's a seventeen year old, so he went out. And uh, I don't know if I want to subject him to watching that game. Maybe I should just do the pod. Maybe I'll just wait. You know what? I'll wait for him to come home. I'll tell him what happened in the game. We'll be right back. 
Okay, we're back, and Owen is now here with me. It is uh, the Celtics lost one fifteen to one o five, but that's not really the headline. The headline is they had a twenty eight point lead in the second quarter. Uh, they started Whoa. off hot, yeah, and um, thirty J- points late. Yeah, JB was on fire uh, in the first quarter, um, but the real thing was that. Um, the game was really sort of three parts. It was um, the first 18 minutes, the Celtics were killing them. Then the middle 18 minutes, they made their runs and tied it up. And then the last 18 minutes, they were already rolling, and they just kept rolling. And so how the game started was the Celtics went up to a quick early lead. and But basically, if the in the first quarter, um, the Nets shot 18 18.2% from three. They just kept firing them. And they were just missing, so it wasn't so much that it was great defense. They just they were just missing open shots. The from the field, not only in threes, but from the field. Cam Johnson got into early foul trouble, so he sat down. He only played two forty-five in the first. He was zero for one. Dorian Finney-Smith zero for three. Nick Claxton zero for one. Uh, Royce O'Neal was one for three. Cam Thomas zero um, for four. And then the two, you know, Mikhail Bridges and Spencer Diddy were two for five. They shot fine in the first uh, in the first quarter, and they were playing well. But the Celtics um, had this lead, and so there was this like, it it really felt like the Celtics were in control. But what was really happening is that they just were missing shots. And what often happens in the NBA, as Owen, you've seen a million times, um, the uh, the teams, um, you know, the numbers come around and they start hitting, and so that happened. Midway through the second, they started dropping threes, um, and they did a, like a quick little nine-point run. Celtics had 51 points, and they did a little quick, broop, and now instead of being down 28, they were only down 19. Still feels like a pretty good lead, right? Then Celtics got to about 60 points, and then broop, they pulled down another 10-point 10, 10 run, Um and what Joe Missoula said afterwards was basically like, look, you got to get up more threes. And if you look at who, the totals in this in this game, the um, Nets shot 15 more threes overall than the Celtics did. And he says, you have these empty you have these empty uh, possessions and these guys are shooting threes at that kind of clip and with a decent percentage and you don't really stand a chance. And um, and so then. By then, so it, then it was like Dorian Finney-Smith, Cam Johnson was now had now come in in the third quarter. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie started getting it going, and um, JB had a good night. JT had not such a great night. Um, he went 0 for 7 from 3. He wasn't slowing things down. He only got to the line twice. Um, JB ended up with 35 points, uh, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, shot... 50% from the field. No, sorry. Shot 55% from the sh- field, 37% from three. Marcus Smart shot 44% from the field, four for nine, and 50% from three with only 13 points. And Tatum had 22 points, 13 rebounds, uh, but um, five assists. And like I said, only two foul, sh- foul attempts, 10 for 23 from the field. Um, That's always a bad sign when JT's against the line. But was the offense, how did the offense look? Was it just like really stagnant with a lot of... Yeah, what, well, it started out, it actually started out there moving the ball really well. And then what happened was they started to get, I guess they, again, Missoula said that they, they switched their defense on the Celtics 
to a switching defense, then the Celtics couldn't really gain advantage. Mikhail Bridges and Spencer Dinwiddie in the third quarter, by the way, they they actually were hunting Al because they could get by Al really? and they were getting right to the rim, huh. which was unusual. I hadn't seen that before, but that's what they were doing. Um, but on the flip our, side, yeah. Did their defense feel high energy or did it just feel no, like... No, no. It felt... It, but I think what happened is, look, it happened also at the end of the Cavs game, but look, we, we kicked the shit out of the Nets the last time we played them. Then they were up 28 points in the first quarter and a half. And I think they just a little bit, I think a human nature took, took over and um, they just got a little sleepy. And there was, I mean, there was one possession where once the Nets really started rolling and they were playing pretty tight D, Derek White threw this sort of like lazy sort of one-handed pass to the corner that got stolen immediately. And I think that the the Celtics never really clicked in after they had that big lead, even though, you know, they were chipping away. It's an NBA game. It happens all the time. I mean, Bridges, he ended with 38 10 rebounds, Whoa. four assists. He had a great game. He shot uh, 59%, 66 from three. Whoa. Uh, yes. Okay. So there, there's. Yeah, get up to the mic. Yeah. There well, there's, there's, a, there's a. Okay. So it's not like they shot out of their minds. It wasn't. Well, he did. He, but that's because he got it. He got it going. They didn't shoot out of their minds. They shot okay. And then they shot just normally. So in the last two quarters, they shot. Well, how about this? The third quarter, Celtics from three, zero for five, zero percent. Were they good looks or was it like forced? Uh, no, they were getting they were getting looks. I mean, they were getting shots. Okay, it makes you less nervous. I, I don't think. I mean, I think this game is kind of an anomaly. But did um, it feel like a like? Oh no, the Celtics are losing their minds. Or did it just feel like? Oh, they just don't care. It didn't really feel like they don't care. They're not. They're not really a team that doesn't care. But uh, you know, again, it's less about the how to win this game and more about how to stay sharp in the face of adversity. How to keep a lead. They lost that lead at the end of the Cavs game that they had. They just started dicking around a little bit. I think it's more about that. Um, it's such an they started dicking game. around in that game seven heat. More Jimmy Butler front nine three <laughs> exactly. And had he hit that three, who knows what would have happened? So it's just um, it was a mess. It was awful. Uh, Rob Williams went out in the third five, after five and a half minutes in the third. He went out. He has hamstring tightness, so he didn't come back. Hopefully, he'll be okay. Ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, anything else you want to know about this game, or can we move on to the next game? It sounds like we should move on to the next game. It really does. Um, twenty-eight point. Oh, here's here's three pieces of information. Twenty-eight point deficit, largest lead uh, for a comeback this season. Um, and then, of course, ESPN. One of the major ESPN stats. <laughs> At the end of the first quarter, the Celtics were up 20 points. ESPN stat. The Celtics are 30-1 since the 54-55 season if they're up by 20 points after the first. <laughs> they threw that at us. Is that, are we now 2-1? We're now 30-2. Two two. One, one? We're now 30-2. Is that record two. since the 50s? That, that doesn't seem like a very... It seems like a ridiculous. JJ, JJ... Uh, how, how many times have we been up by 20 at the end of the first? I guess 31 times since 1954. So in half a century, okay, right. that's, that's right. Thirty, it's happened thirty. It has now happened thirty-two times, and they've lost more twice. than half a century. Yeah, why is it since fifty? No, isn't that just since just the beginning of the team? Why Sorry? is it? Did in? Why is it since fifty? Whatever. 
who knows, man? Did it's, 50, it's, it's, you're did, try 50 to make, one, did we go up like three times and have an even? <laughs> why does it have to be from 50? 54, 55. 54. Who knows? Just, maybe. Just say since the, the Celtics have it's never. It's an ESPN stat. They're terrible. Why stats. is it so? It doesn't have to be longer than that. I don't know. Well, uh, now we have to go look into the stats. I'm not going to do that. You know what? Research. No, you know, we're doing you. research for this one stat. We're doing this. Okay. Well, you, I, I'll, I'll assign you that, <laughs> that, that research. JB, so you said JB had a great game. Was it like fully through, or was it just a great first quarter and kind of just like trailed off from there? No, no, he was strong the whole game. I mean, he was just getting to he, you know, he threw up some horrible threes at the end of the game when they just needed a three, and so he sort of forced it up. But if you sort of take those out, he had a really solid game. Right. And you were saying before the game that you'd really like to see the two of them. They even talked about how they are the, I think they're the highest scoring one-two punch, but they weren't tonight. Jason was Jason was a little lackluster. And um, and they just didn't find a way to win, and they didn't really seem. There was a couple moments. There were a couple of tips at the end. So there was they were making a push, and um, uh, at the end of the game, with a few minutes left, and uh, had a couple of balls dropped. Al Al got to the rim and missed it. JT got to the rim and missed it, and had those dropped, it could have been a different story. They could have had a shot to win this, but we're talking about them trying to have a shot to win a game. They were up twenty eight points in, so. That seems like uh, not really the biggest problem. There are other reasons that we lost this game. Yeah. So my big worry is that Rob went out. My big worry isn't so much that... I mean, look, you don't want to see this again, but um, I would rather... I'd rather this happen now. You know, a, a, a game now... You'd rather this happen now than Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals? Well, for sure. For sure. But most importantly, I would like it to happen now and get them to gel around this... Uh, loss. What All right. Say? What's the next game? Are you going to watch that game now? I'll probably watch it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cool. Um, uh, next game. Next game. New York rematch with New York. We got to get for this game. This they in New York. They have our number, so we need to like prove that prove that they don't. And they are rolling, as we know, and that uh, that'll be on ESPN at four thirty on the fifth. Sunday. We'll oh, tomorrow. How about this? The other thing is this: we are now one full game behind the bu- uh, the Bucks. They uh, have we have two more losses in the loss column. Did the Sixers? They play them tomorrow. So tomorrow. Lot. So for one day only, Owen, I'm going to root for the Sixers. <laughs> I want them to win this game. All right. Well, so we'll talk to you in two days after the New York Knicks Celtics game. See you then. This podcast is produced by Mark and Owen. New episodes drop the day after every game. Next up, New York Knicks on Sunday the 5th. Oh, I forgot to talk about one thing. Marcus Smart started the third. Celtics are now only up by nine. Nets are on their run. And somehow, Marcus Smart, who had no fouls in the first two quarters, gets four fouls in three and a half minutes. I'm just saying it happened.